Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. They have like nunchucks in their back pocket like we used to carry in the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, that part's pretty authentic. It's pretty, story checks out there. <laughs> story checks out. <laughs> So th- these grown-ass men are threatening and intimidating this 11-year-old boy for money. For money? And the, the, the thug has, like, you know, those 80s, like, studded Judas Priest bracelets. Yeah, slam, slam bracelets. He's wearing one on his neck. The choker on. Yeah. And they're messing with this little kid. And uh, they eventually send him off because he promises to get money for them. But these guys are these guys are classic eighties. The one guy's dressed like Eddie Murphy in his Raw special, except in black rather than purple. Yeah, he's he's rocking the Soul Glow too. From uh, speaking oh, yeah. of Eddie Murphy, he's rocking the Soul Glow from Coming to America. It's <laughs> it's insane. This movie's insane. This movie is legitimately insane. And we get the Plutonium that he's known as the Plutonium Killer, the main bad guy who shot the fly. He sees the newspaper where he, another girl has gone missing. <laughs> and he me. laughs. <laughs> He's like, I'm the one behind this headline. <laughs> like it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> so then we cut to John on what I assume is the Staten Island ferry or something along those lines where, He's out there and he's tossing, he's littering in the harbor. Like he's throwing yeah. pictures he's throwing of all of her stuff away. Yeah. With flowers and shit. And he sees the cuff link and he's like, what the fuck is this? Hey, what's going on? Like his face mm. is awesome. Again, as you mentioned, you can see that he's going for an Oscar here. John Liu is not playing. No, he, he is, is he's fucking, he's coming and he's coming hard. And he, dude, he. He fucking picks up the uh, gold cufflink and he bites it like he's <laughs> trying to test, yeah. like if it's actually real gold like or it's not. A gold like, medal, <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this asshole cufflink man. <laughs> so the little, the little gold charm thing that he has is—is is that like some religious thing? Is that's not her ashes? Is it like that's not an urn? I think it's her ashes. I think is it's. It? I think it's supposed to be your ashes. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a little incense burner. I took it as an incense burner. I didn't think it was her ashes, but I didn't know. But 
He's holding that, and he is very sad. But then we cut to a bunch of thugs dressed. Dude, what the what the fuck? Like I, this. Describe how they're dressed to me because I don't even understand. Okay, there's a black guy wearing camel pants and a cut-off shirt. And then he's got kind of like a mush mouth uh, bandage over his face and and like a turban that the Iron Sheik would wear, but it's held on with a yes. child's belt. Okay, that's one guy. There's another guy with a hoodie, and he's got the hood pulled up, and he's got black electrical tape wrapped around it holding it onto his fucking head. Like, And he's got a handlebar mustache like he's in a village people cover band. And... Like it's it's ridiculous. Like you can keep going. Like there's it's like insane. ten of them. Like they're all ridiculous. There's one guy with like lipstick all over his face, and he's got cotton in his mouth, like Marlon Brando yeah. and The Godfather. Like not like nothing. They don't look like thugs. They 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 look like radiation victim <laughs> from the from like the road warrior off cast background actors that showed up in their own wardrobe and like weren't good enough to be background actors. Like yeah. these are the guys they sent home. There's a guy off on the side who looks like he's in John Oates and Daryl Hall's backup band, but he's got nunchucks yeah. around his neck. Yes. There's a dude wearing one of those old French foreign legion hats, but it's black yes. and white checkerboard, which is <laughs> awesome. Like it's just ridiculous. The Michael Winslow looking dude comes over and starts threatening John with a big rubber knife and with a big rubber knife and wants the the incense burner and then we get our first fight scene of the movie where john fucks up all these thugs and the waiting around syndrome if you've ever listened to this podcast and you heard us talk about waiting around syndrome where like you really have to edit this right to not get it but this this movie does it the entirely opposite way where they just get a wide shot so you see everybody standing around waiting their turn to attack John very patiently. There's like nine guys and they're all, they're all standing there watching. And one of the, like they, they literally stand there while he fights one at a time. Yeah. And one of the guys that he kicks and knocks to the ground is laying there and he fucking looks up. He lifts his head <laughs> off the pavement after he was knocked out and watches the rest, the last guy get knocked out, and then he just lays his head back down, waiting yeah. for the director to yell cut. It's like these are the worst, like these are the worst actors ever, and it's hilarious. Like, dude actually gets knocked out, and he looks up to watch the rest of the fight. It's a, it's, it's, it's amazing that it's you can't, like, you'd have to try to make a film worse than this. Like, you'd have to try. <laughs> like, you would. Okay. You really like, would. We're going to make a movie worse than New York Ninja. Let's let's like, do whoa. it. Really? Like, we're going for that? That low? That's a bar. hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. I loved it. I was watching. I have watched this probably three times now, getting ready for this, and enjoyed it every time. But the last time, I was watching the guy in the circle that's closest to us, the viewer, like in the foreground. Yes. Because he's the last guy to get kicked. And he stands there for... 18 seconds. Yeah. While John kicks every other guy in the face. And he's standing. And he's the one in the foreground. Like he's the one that you focus on because he's the closest to the camera. And he, (laughs) he stands there for the entire fight while they (laughs) attack one at a time. It's, it's awesome, man. Like it's really good. He's doing the mortal Kombat sway and that's it. 
like yeah, the like weight you, sway. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if if you don't know the finishing move and you hit the guy and it says finish him and the yes. music's like da da da, and he's just fucking swaying there while you're button mashing, wah 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 wah, wah. <laughs> like then he falls down. You win, but but do you really? Do you do you really? <laughs> do you really win? So the, okay. So then John goes to meet the the detective guy who's like, hey, man, aren't you going to help? And the detective's like, hey, man, it's New York. What you going to do? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pe- pe- people York. get she's killed, dead. man. Come on. She's get dead. Let it time. go. Get over it. <laughs> let it. Let it go. Get over it. Let it go, she's man. She's been dead a day. And then he starts, <laughs> he starts pacing back and forth. Like this is just acting, astonishing. This is astonishing. Poorly, and banging his goddamn body into these two metal poles. Yes. And he just racks himself back and forth like, oh, my God, I can't believe why? this. Why and is this why, happening? Why is this why? happening to me? Why? And then he just jumps up and does a goddamn <laughs> split kick. He does and, a starfish. Like, why? And, <laughs> and it freezes like a goddamn Toyota commercial from the 80s. It is, dude, I was laughing my was ass off. dying. Like, it was so good, man. It was so good. I would say that it's the funniest moment in the movie, but it is far from the funniest moment in the movie. That is true. It's hilarious, but we still got an hour to go. Like, this oh yeah, is, this is incredible. Like, when, uh, the, amazing. The, the choice that they made to freeze frame on that on that starfish. Oh my god, was like the it's vinegar perfection. syndrome. Like you guys did an amazing job putting that freeze in there. I, I bravo, loved it. like bravo. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I'm sipping my uh, Jack Daniels honey whiskey because this movie brought it out in me, sir. That's right. <laughs> so we cut this now. This movie is sweet. This, this movie is sweet like the honey. So we cut now to the New York City subway with a bunch of thug ruffian assholes messing with this couple. Again, they're in different costumes and half of them have their face covered because I think they only had like eight guys and they just keep covering their faces. Uh, yeah. So they could just reuse them again and again. But that scene doesn't go anywhere. It's just no, like just... the thugs fuck with this couple. The couple runs off. The, the thugs chase them. And then we cut to John kicking like an asshole under the bridge. Okay. Like if you're like a tourist in New York just walking around and there's a guy dressed <laughs> entirely in white. And when I say entirely in white, like white pants, white cardigan, white shirt. He's got a yellow striped sweater, white friggin shoes and two swords and he's just doing these katas angrily underneath the bridge like yeah stay away the only color in that dude's uniform is his little fedor emelianenko glorious sweater of absolute victory that he's wearing under his (laughs) under his fucking white suit and jacket and everything yeah yeah stay the hell away from that dude so now we smash cut after john's little workout to this gang of probably 10 thugs accosting this poor woman and doing probably the worst job 10 guys could ever do at trying to rape this girl. Well, I mean, I don't I mean, really I'm, like I'm, how you ha- worded ha- that, but Happily yeah. so. Happily <laughs> yeah. so. I'm just saying 10 guys are trying to attack this girl and they're doing an awful job of it. Dude, they're wearing fucking like contractor knee pads and like <laughs> jock straps on the outside of their jeans. And like pantyhose stockings on their head, uh, it's like they're they're ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. And then we get the first appearance of John as the ninja. Yet we yep. really don't have any clues as to that it's John. It's just 
there's a ninja in a white uniform standing there and he just starts throwing shurikens into this crowd of guys and where the girl cuts. was by the way yeah where the girl was he's, <laughs> he's confident just fyi uh, he's confident in his throws so he stabs a bunch of these dudes with shurikens while hitting masterful poses the girl thankfully runs away she gets away scot-free and he smokes a couple of these dudes with the shuriken but now we cut to hard the cut. film crew hard cut inner city and we get this guy with the weird like what is he wearing on his face like a weird bandagey fucking stupid thing yeah they just keep putting bandages on their face to make them tough guys but i think they're just using the same guys but okay they, but they rob this couple and here it is man this is it this is like i couldn't believe this when i saw it there's a news crew here a news crew being a cameraman and a girl anchor and they're like oh my god look because these two girls ladies come out and they get robbed by these thugs with the bandages on their face but then john the new york ninja starts to chase them on fucking roller skates not roller blades like four-wheel roller four 1970s skates shoot and the duck fucking roller skates he's he's not even that good and no! he is he is going down the sidewalk with roller skates and doing these 360 reverse shooto chops like reverse back fists and spinning around and knocking these guys out and i don't think it's a film crew i think it's just tourists um but oh, then they cut enough, to yeah. him he no longer has the roller skates and he does two punch front flips over a motorcycle. And then he's yep. got the skates on again as yep. he skates down the street, kicking the sure shit out of these thugs. And it is like, it's hilarious. I, I fucking screamed. Like the first time I saw it, I screamed. I was like, you see got roller skates. And I was <laughs> dying laughing. It's, it's the high point of the movie for me. It, it really it's is. Unbelievable. He showed up on the roller skates and I literally went, why is he on roller skates? Yeah. And then he's awful on them, and he's punching these guys. But then, like you said, he does the flips without the roller skates. I was like, where the fuck are his roller yeah. skates now? But then he jumps up on a curb. He literally, like, bunny hops up onto a curb Yes, with the roller skates again. I was like, yeah, what? what is happening? What is happening right now? <laughs> and then these thugs surround him, and he takes out a ninja smoke bomb, which is... Which is a climbing a- chalk ball. It's it's a chalk ball, and he squeezes it, and a tiny amount of chalk, like like the smallest amount of chalk, like gently do drifts nothing. towards them and literally does nothing. And then that's the end of that scene, and we cut to the guy walking down the street wearing a fucking kendo face mask. Yeah, <laughs> like like they're all wearing, they're all covering their face because it's the same guys every time. And they just they just keep they just keep covering their faces so these guys can jump out and attack the New York ninja. This keeps amping up, dude. The the kendo mask guys roll down the street, they're looking all threatening and shit. The plutonium killer shows up. There's a a, a headline in the New York newspaper. Ninja saves a couple like tourist couple what? yeah what? <laughs> how did that make the news <laughs> top of page one above the fold what are you doing like <laughs> what are you doing did I, you see i yes i know what you're gonna say the the ninja three the domination yes! was playing as they drove past i was yes, like oh it was. my god it was so, so good that was one of my favorite little 
I wouldn't even say an Easter egg. It just ended up being in the movie. Ninja Three: The Domination is actually playing in the theater as they drive past. It's so cool, so good. So yeah, they drive. They drive past. They being the film crew, because John, his day job, his Peter Parker day job, is he's the sound man for this news crew, and there's a cameraman, and there is uh, the cameraman. I believe is Jack, Jack, and then the anchor woman is Randy with an I, and then. John is the sound man for this trio of film crew. News crew. News crew, sorry. And they're driving down the street and they see these thugs and John goes, oh, they look dangerous. We should follow them. But then we get the the, the crazy reveal of why the plutonium killer is named that because he's in the back of this. Is he in the back of a car? I thought he was in like some sort of underground layer, but... Because he's in like is, a metal chair or something. This is some of the worst acting in this film where he just opens up a tackle box that's got <laughs> plutonium in it and then his face and hands start melting and yeah he's he's like getting high or getting a great deal of pleasure out of it and then yeah. he passes out it's bizarre. after putting a candle out with his hand yeah which is not difficult to like the plutonium is far more dangerous than putting out a candle with your hand but you uh, know, yeah. like they were trying to put a i guess they were just trying to put a dot on that i guess but <laughs> so again hard cut to this gang of thugs walking through this neighborhood after a long night out and they're okay this is hard to explain because the gang of thugs are here John and his two other people, news crew there, are waiting around in this same neighborhood. And John goes, I'm hungry. I'll be right back. Which, where the hell is he going to get food from in this neighborhood? But then these two girls come out and the thugs start accosting the girls. One of them pops up in the backseat of their little Toyota Daytona Datsun Supra, whatever the fuck. I think it's a Datsun 280. Yeah, like an old school. Yeah, an old school Datsun 280. But these guys start to accost these two girls here. And try to drag them off and do horrific things to them like they're wont to do. And the girls are trying to fight. And the news crew, the cameraman, uh, uh, Jack, and the anchor, Randy, are watching all of this take place. They're like, oh my god, look, this is awful. What are we going to do? And they don't do anything. They do nothing. They they film it. They're filming it, yeah. Randy's there and John's filming. Or not John, the other... The other yeah, the uh, Jack. Jack is filming. Jack. But John shows up as the New York ninja, flips over a fence, gives them the little stare, and gives them the little Shane whistle. Yeah. And they're like, what's that? All the thugs turn around. And Randy's like, keep filming, don't stop filming. (laughs) And we get our second actual fight scene here, which, again, dude, this is ridiculous. Man, they've got, like, garden weasels, and there's a guy wearing, like, (laughs) fucking dish gloves. And they (laughs) literally... Literally, one guy is standing there waiting with a kendo helmet and, like, a bow staff and throws the slowest, meekest, mildest (laughs) kick at the New York Ninja, which basically he's able to block. And then once he takes everybody out, he... He punches with his bare fist. He's punching the kendo mask. Like oh yeah, the metal. Like that's that's the one place you shouldn't punch New York Ninja, and you should know <laughs> yes. that. I'd like to think you'd know that, sir. But that was remember after he did. If you'll remember last week when we did, yes, madam, 
Cynthia Rothrock did that, I'll kick you straight up and kick your face while you're behind me move. Yeah, man, that was amazing. He does that move here. Yeah, not with... Poorly. Poorly, yes. yes. <laughs> this next little sequence is amazing because he beats up the kendo guy by punching him in the kendo mask. But then he goes over to the sidewalk and there's one last thug. And the New York ninja kicks his leg up into like this... He holds his ankle like an arabesque move or something. Yes, yes. And just holds his foot there and then like moves it around to like threaten the bad guy or something. Yeah. And then he holds his foot up and then pulls out one of the chalk balls and just throws it in the guy's face from a foot away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> For no it's, reason. <laughs> it's awful. It's amazing. But then, but then some of the other guys get up from the previous fight and actually I look credit where credit's due. This is this this is fucking stupid, but it actually looks half decent. Like this is the this exchange of three guys. Oh, with the kicks? What, the, yeah, with the kicks. His kicks yes. are all right. Like, this they New are. York Ninja's are. kicks are okay. Like, the choreography's really bad, and yep. his acting is bad. Like, he looks like he's... He is overselling. Like, nobody oversells, like, this guy at all. No. You see his eyes. He's, he's like, going for the Oscar, man. Like, he's like, I'm going to get it this year. This is my fucking time to shine. And he's hitting these poses, and his eyes, like, they're just intense but in a ridiculous way remember when shokusugi can make his eyes red when he's like yes. angry it's not that it's it, it is it, not that <laughs> it's not that shokuzuki is sean penn compared to this gentleman yes like without again i don't want to shit on john liu because i know that i feel bad almost because i know that john liu put his heart and soul into this and when someone when you do that when someone puts everything they have into something like this and then later like the vinegar syndrome people did an amazing job but they did this and got these voice actor voice i don't want to say voice actors but this voice talent to do this job and they did it for a specific reason and it really works yeah but they it's a funny movie and i get when you try and do something and you think it's awesome and people laugh at it it's got to suck yeah so I do feel bad for John Liu, but goddamn, this movie's I don't, hysterical. I, I don't feel bad for him at all because it's almost like I'm not making fun. Like seriously, there's there's a guy in camo with a fake mustache and like an Indian headdress that he got at a Wendy's. Like, yes, like the, the, <laughs> like they must have known. There's a guy wearing ski goggles and a and, and, and a, a jockstrap over and his a jeans. jockstrap over his pants. Like there's no way. Like I know they probably. We don't have any money. This is a passion project. So I I don't want it to come across that I'm shitting on people for trying because they really went out and they, they fucking did this, man. And more people should be doing this. Like, there should be more films of people going out and trying to make their own film and taking chances and stuff. It Absolutely. makes me laugh my fucking balls off, though. Like, it's really insane. And John now and Randy come up and these thugs are kicking the shit out of this car and not John, Jack, Jack yep. is filming. It. It's like, Oh my God, that's awesome. That's so cool. Look, I'm going to film this. And then they roll the car over and he goes, Hey, wait a second. That's my car. Like he that's... didn't recognize, like he didn't recognize he didn't. it was his. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that a big car incredible. too. Like a big Chrysler Cordoba or something. I don't even know what it is, but it's a big car. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, like you said, I, I, I get that they're trying. I, 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 you can't not laugh, and dude, you can't say that 
people, old people, it was 84, people weren't making good movies. Like, 1984 was uh, was fucking Amadeus. The Terminator. The Terminator. The Terminator, like, right? A Passage to India was in 84. The fucking yeah, yeah. Killing Fields. Like, yeah. there were good stories around this time. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking Platoon came out in 86. Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.